Welcome to The Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and so many theories. You can follow The Story Tinker right here on YouTube, as well as all podcast platforms. You can also follow The Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. If you like what you see, please like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 64 of the Midnight Copyland podcast on The Story Tinker. And today we have Patty, and we have a new co-host, Inga. All right. Um, hi, guys. It's Patty again. Um, I've been on the podcast before. Really love um, talking with Mindy and all of you lovely folks about the episodes. It's part of the highlight of my weekend. Um, I'm 36. I live in Oklahoma. I'm a counselor by trade. And my my go to right now is hyper analysis of this comic. So, um, and I write a little bit of fan fiction and starting to write a novel and all that good stuff. That's that's a little bit about me. Go check out Confessions. That is yeah. little, that is Teddy's fanfic. <laughs> my very angsty, tense fanfic. <laughs> yes. Hi everyone. My name is Inga. I'm 37 years old living in the beautiful state of Bavaria in Germany. And I came across Midnight Poppy Land during quarantine last year. And yeah, it's been life-changing really because it I happened to come to it during a very low point in my life. So it was, yeah, it was very, yeah, it was lifting my spirits up a bit. So <laughs> it really, really helped. And I'm so grateful for that. And I will also be forever grateful to Lily <laughs> that she introduced me to that. So yeah. yeah so many people she really did like, build this fantastic community. So and I'm glad I got to meet yeah. you. Like we're meeting face to face now. This is awesome. Yes, finally, after such a long time. <laughs> and um, yeah, I know so many people have said that they discovered Midnight Popular during quarantine and that it helped them. So this is like, you know, same for yeah. me. 100% has totally changed my life. So, all right. So, we begin 64 with um, the end of last episode where Tora tells Poppy, as this, you know, the police are chasing after this person, that we call them numbered, as in their days are numbered. And he kind of like smirks and gives a laugh. And meanwhile, Poppy's reaching into her bag. She thinks phone and she's getting her phone out of her bag. Yeah. And, oh my God. I talked about this a little bit in like both analysis for um, 63 and 64, but look at Tora's face here, guys, like murder face. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of speculated on this last time. That's what I'm wondering about. It's like, he's happy that the informant's days are numbered. This is like strange. Uh-huh. this theory that maybe he's an informant and it's like, isn't that like not a good thing that like they're going to get killed? (laughs) Right. And maybe this is our end. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Mindy, because I'm wondering if this kind of like debunks that theory that he's an informant, because if that's his reaction and you would think he's pretty honest with Poppy. So I don't think he would be saying this if he was in fact an informant. So I don't know. I could be wrong. Lily likes to twist stuff. But what really caught me about this, like other than it's just freaking hot, and Emily, I blame you for this. This is all your fault. <laughs> but like, I love the idea of people getting killed is hot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but like, what's what's kind of interesting to me is that even though he's he's with Poppy, like usually when he's with Poppy, he doesn't fall, a, fall into his kind of mob lingo. And here he really fell into it. Like he's not, he's not being quiet, introverted Torah. He's being like badass, like their days are numbered. We're gonna get you, Tora. I mean, look at the way Lily lighted this panel. The lighting yeah, over his eyes. <laughs> and that smirk, like I said, I I unfortunately ha- have developed an affinity to the devilish side of Tora. <laughs> what do you think about this panel, Inga? I think he is, to me, it tells a lot like how comfortable he is with her already. 
mm-hmm. that um, that he's that honest because before he wasn't really talking about anything involved like clan business, right? Um, but now they started talking about it more, also asking him a lot of things. <laughs> Like the way I mean, it was just an innocent question, like you know, and he's like, "Yes, they are numbered," and you know, <laughs> and he's like, um, "I don't want to go too far yet," but it just tells me like how what, on what comfort comfort level they are already, like yeah. that he is, uh, yeah, disclosing this kind of information without much effort from right. her side, without yeah, asking too much. She's she's getting her uh, Thug 101 lesson right here. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, man, we can tell she was not ready for it. Poor thing. No, she was not. I think she's still not ready for many things. I, I think she will be uh, mm-hmm. shocked when, you know, the, the more time they spend together and she the more she will uh, get to know about how everything Mm-hmm. within the clan operates and within the organization but yeah i mean this is a good start but i think this is enough for now <laughs> right right because like the look on poppy's face in the next panel like i know i'm drooling over this panel of torah but for the sake of time we scroll yeah. down we see that it starts raining which i love that and my my little smutty brain was like kiss in the rain please <laughs> I know. Jesus. Like, we just had a kiss, but I need another one. I need another. I need all the kisses, damn it. Um, <laughs> but Poppy does not look like she is in the mood for a kiss. She's like bug-eyed and like that look of like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> she's also pretty distracted. I mean, she's not really paying attention, I think. Yeah. Because she's too much. She, she pays too much attention to her phone. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, yeah, somehow the, the phone is more interesting than Tara right now. Right. And, well, and I wonder, yeah. like, and we find out a little bit later in the episode, like, what at least what her excuse is with the phone, but I don't know if I entirely buy it. I'm like, what's really going on here? Either. But yeah. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'll swing back around to that. Yeah, um, I also have some things to say about the phone, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll <laughs> But uh, this panel with Tora looking down on Poppy, it's like, it's that moment of realization for him, I think, because he's like, <laughs> in the very next panel, he's like, that look, that deadpan look on his face is like, oh, crap, I've said way too much. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, he starts to realize whom he's talking to. He's not talking to uh, to a recruit or to one of the thuglets. He's talking to Poppy. Right. <laughs> Right. He's like, oh, crap. Forgot my audience. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it I was a little bit, like explaining, you know, the number gets smaller, the more hits they have on there. And then there's that expression. He's like head. So he does yeah. finish his yeah. sentence, but he's like, it, you see it's in small letters. So he clearly was already more quiet then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he's like silently judging himself here too. He's like, well, this is yeah. a fun fucking conversation to have with her. Like, I can almost hear the snark in his voice. <laughs> his I love that kind of, like, he self-reflection. Starts- where, you know, you mm-hmm. talk yeah, to he yourself starts to pay like- attention now. He starts to pay attention now to what he's saying when mm-hmm. it comes to her. So, yeah. Probably and then I like how he changes the subject to the weather. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, the right? <laughs> If you don't know what to talk about, talk about the weather. <laughs> right, right. He was totally having a panic moment. Like, we thought it was bad back when Quincy was suggesting to have a birthday party, right? But, like, yeah. I think this moment terrifies him much more. He's like, his brain's, like, short-circuiting. Like, fuck, talk about the weather. Talk <laughs> something. Change the subject. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's telling himself, not awkward at all, you giant fuck with. Poor Poppy, <laughs> she, like, doesn't respond. <laughs> Like it was just a casual question. Yeah. Poor girl. She got way more than she asked for. And she's not looking at him. She's still, you know, with her phone. And I think she maybe put the phone away, but she's she has turned herself away from him because it's very tough for her. Yeah, she's just like, I was just playing around. (laughs) Poor girl. 
and Tora thinks just changed the effing subject already. And he's like, look, there's your shop. And she's like, huh, we're up there. And they look out and there's YYY hamster. And <laughs> I've been told that there is a site XXX hamster that is a porn site. <clears throat> so it's funny. <laughs> I, I thought that, that was a classic like pervy dad joke. So go, you know, good on him for thinking on his toes like that. <laughs> Or conveniently placed sign by your mother, Torah. <laughs> His mother. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Coordinated. And Copy takes that bait. Like she's happy to switch to this conversation. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's so lame. And she laughs. And she's like, but the one before that was kind of nice. Well, what's with that blush, Poppy? What's going on? What are you thinking about, sweetheart? <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure exactly what she was talking about, but um, Lily, I think Lily clarified that it was the, the previous kiss. Yeah. So, yeah. So Poppy is admitting that she liked it, which is great. Yeah. And he was so happy. He grins and he's like, no shit. I love it. I know. He receives acknowledgement <laughs> that she likes it as well. And, you know, a lot of times, I mean, I don't get this kind of behavior because I'm not like that, but um a lot of people, when they get into a relationship, they kind of dance around their feelings and they're like, mm-hmm. does she like me? Does she like me? I don't know what to say. Should I say it? And like, I don't relate to it at all. Cause like, I'm very like blunt and outright. And I'm like, right. Hey. Right. But this is just, you know, it's to see them doing that dance of like, do we like each other? Like, you, can, you know, I'm going to say, I won't say like, I love you, but I'll say I liked your kiss. So kind of piggybacking off of that what I find is interesting is that this kind of has a like teenage new love kind of feel to it and I find it so fascinating that this is uh juxtaposed against like this very dangerous situation that they just got out of with a bunch of thugs and yet they're having this very cute schoolyard like you said dancing around uh the conversation of we like each other and oh my god we just kissed (laughs) like I I love that so much and you know the looks on their faces as they're just kind of going back and forth with this totally awkward interaction and they both like each other but they're both tiptoeing around it it just love it I love it so much Oh my gosh. And I mean, look at their faces here. Look at Tora's face as she starts talking. Cause like, he's very standoffish and like hands are crossed and he's very in a defensive pose. Right. And then as she starts talking about the one before that was kind of nice, like you see his eyes kind of open up a little bit and he's like, huh? Like he he totally wasn't (laughs) expecting that. Oh, so sweet. And then he goes into cocky Tora mode. (laughs) Like, no, the game center is right down the stairs. And she's like, Oh, really? She's still totally innocent. He's like, So, if you still want me to show you, she's like, Show you. (laughs) And then he kind of, she's looking at him, he's blushing. Poppy still look, looking, and then she turns beet red and she's like, Oh, no, of course not. I didn't really buy into any of that gossip. And we don't know what she's talking about yet, but we will find out why she's blushing like a mofo (laughs) I'm curious what everyone's thoughts were like before you read the entire episode what did you guys think she was talking about I did figure it had to do with the previous conversation that they had yeah I didn't know it was necessarily the party conversation but I figured that they had had a reference to the game hall or something right right like yeah I also thought that 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 they were that was with reference to the night before because mm-hmm. I was expecting, I was not expecting, I was hoping for a flashback. So I thought, okay, I don't know what they're talking about right now. So it must be, it must be something that they were talking about that night. And uh, what I find really funny is it's Tara's third attempt to kiss Poppy. <laughs> third <laughs> attempt. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. We can add this to the list of like Poppy's internal monologue about the kiss. <laughs> yeah. yep. she's got another one to add to it <laughs> and at this oh point her phone God. beeps again so she takes out her phone again she's like pardon me and she's nervous now we don't know if she's nervous because of what happened with Toro or if she's nervous because of the phone so and like we'll talk about the whole yeah. phone speculation I guess when we mm-hmm. finish the episode but like something to point out so she's tapping away and she puts it away and she's like well thanks for all your help tonight 
and she pulls his uh, when I saw this I'm like yes she pulls his I know toward her and she whispers in his ear don't worry big bro your secret's safe with me <laughs> right I just I I love I, I want to back up just a little bit but like even when Toro was getting pervy with her he had like a little like that little etched blush mark under his eye and like th- you know, kind of following the narrative, even though we know Poppy based on what she's saying, she's totally panicking. And she's like, I need to get the F out of here. Just like she did, like when she tossed him down six flights of stairs. <laughs> but <laughs> like when we got that pull, I was like, Poppy, ma'am. Cause like talk about a total diversion tactic. And then Lily's just like, Nope, y'all aren't getting it yet. <laughs> I was like, is she taking his shirt off? I was like, what right. <laughs> like, oh, maybe we don't need the pool hall. Maybe we're going to have a little fun in this little alcove right here. Secret <laughs> Garden, just saying. <laughs> so just, imagine, just imagine if she would have said yes. Then I, yeah, what? So we go down the, uh, the, to the game center and play pool. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would have been funny. I would have loved to see that. <laughs> but since he's laughing, like the panel where he's like where he's being flirty with her, and then all of a sudden he, he's kind of serious as well. But like, I mean, I mean, somehow you can tell by the look in his eyes, right? He is really, yeah. really likes her. Oh yeah. And uh, this is this is the first time I realized it in 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 this new season. Like this panel, like okay, he's head over heels. <laughs> Uh-huh. She, she, she I don't know, but he definitely. Yeah, he he is definitely the pursuer in this relationship. And I think that's what I love about it is that that Poppy is just still kind of keeping him a little bit at arm's length and for understandable reasons. Like I'm not gonna go yeah. into like too much of that argument, but I think people really misunderstand where she's coming from in this. Like she's obviously very attracted to him that that much is obvious I mean she said so when she's like yeah I really I really liked the kiss you know and I mean the way she acts around him and blushes and things like that you know but I I think like like we did at the finale of season one she's not ready for that relationship yet and she's not ready to dive into that there's still a lot about this world that she doesn't know as we have found out to this point and this was like their first big test of that. And the mafia, she, I think she would still be scarred from her relationship with Jewelry and mm-hmm. be very cautious. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so I she's... don't think that too much time has passed since then already. I mean, how much mm-hmm. time could have, it could have been only a few weeks by now. <laughs> so not that long ago. Yeah. So it would be a bit early. Yeah. It still seems pretty early. I think like the entire span of the comic, it's like maybe three to four weeks ish. Like I know Lily tries yeah. to keep, you know, kind of basic in terms of timeline, but um, you know, I think like three weeks is not a lot of time to get to know somebody on that intense level. No, so, but that's just my opinion. I know it works differently for different people, but. <laughs> right, Patty, you're remembering how I met my husband Sunday. We were on Saturday. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm totally digressing let's talk about how poppy just totally bounces on dora here <laughs> yeah, so we don't know what the secret is yet and we don't find out in this episode so mm-hmm. we're gonna find out at some point i want to know damn it <laughs> <laughs> oh, but i think it could be it could be like okay he's i mean what i think is uh the secret that he's definitely not gay I mean, I read about the comments, but that was also my initial thought. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's definitely not gay. Yeah. He doesn't know what she's Just referring to because she's like my secret. Like, he doesn't even know what she means. Right, right. Yeah. Like, what is the secret? What is the secret? She just, she just dashes out into the rain. Tor's like, wait, Bobby. And he steps outside and he can't find her. She's like gone. And she, he runs around. It's like, shit, where'd she go? He goes outside. There's a bunch of people out there. There's the noise of Aris Street. You know, he's like, not such a safe environment. He's looking around, getting all wet. You know, we all know we like our people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, damn it. Loved, uh, loved less clothing there, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be realistic. <laughs> 
Walter, while he's running around and he's very concerned for her, you know, he's like, she just disappeared and she's an heiress and, you know, he's clearly worried about her. And then we have the ring, um, the streets have turned from red to blue Mm -hmm. and she picks up and she's like, Tora, shoot, I'm so sorry. My phone was on silent. I didn't know you were calling, but like, yeah girl (laughs) i think you pointed that out patty someone pointed out yeah her phone was not on silent and and i get that she's kind of like in panic mode here i i think there's two answers to this and i i don't think they're mutually exclusive so she's clearly pulling his leg with the silent phone thing her phone was not on silent so i'm like okay honey what what are you trying to divert from here and and second of all, this is the second time where he's called her and she's not picked up right away during a potentially dangerous situation when she's in Airy Street. And like, you could tell, like, just looking at his face, like, he's on the precipice of going into lecture mode. But he's like, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to check in on her safety. And for me, I feel like that was a big growth point for their relationship because before he was very like, I don't want to say he was talking down to her, but he was like, he was more like telling her you shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. Whereas here he's just like, okay, let's check in with each other. Are you safe? Yeah, I agree. I don't think it was necessarily bad before, but this is a little mm-hmm. bit more like, I respect your ability to protect yourself, which right. takes a lot of, you know, letting go to, to mm-hmm. think that, to, yeah. to trust well, and if we remember back when Tora, oh, when Tora was in the, um, the, I always forget if his name is Frank or, or Fred, one of the F's, uh, when he was in that restaurant, he was literally sitting there daydreaming about her saying that, you know, you're, you're pretty tough. You can take care of yourself kind of thing. So like, he knows this. He knows that she can take care of herself and yet he's, he's still feeling compelled to check in on her safety. And so I think he's starting to find that balance of like, where do I let her lead? And I think he got a lot more of that in this alleyway scene and knowing that she could kind of hold her own more so than he thought she could. Yeah. Right. Instead of like, like lecturing her, like you said, he just says, mm-hmm. you're safe now. And she responds, don't, I'm safe. Don't worry. Are you back at the game center? It's starting to rain and I doubt you'd have an umbrella. He's like, yeah. She's like, whew, anyway, sorry I dashed off so suddenly. So she's concerned about like his ring. He's not at the game center, but he doesn't really bother telling her that. Yeah. Um, um he's protected from the rain. So yeah. <laughs> I I wonder if she was staying in touch with someone to kind of ensure her safety, because I can't imagine like during that whole exchange that Tor was the only one that she thought of to ensure her safety because she's done this before where she's had somebody uh kind of watch over her apartment she had um Jacob do that so I kind of wonder if she kind of did like a backup like hey I just want to let you know I'm here and I'm doing this or something could be something else entirely I could be wrong maybe she just ordered just kind of wonder maybe she just ordered an uber (laughs) (laughs) tells him she's like i um i finally got a cab and they didn't want to miss it but the way she says it she like hesitates and falters a lot yeah. as she says it so it doesn't yeah. seem like that's what it is I yeah mean, she probably did get a cab but i think she was getting text messages from someone else whether it's someone who wanted to keep her safe or whether it's something else right. entirely which is like your mom showed up or like i don't know your dad rose from the grave or who knows what you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that would be Oh my gosh. So I'm going to change the subject here real quick, just because I'm completely fangirling over this panel where Taurus just standing against the pillar. Mm. Jesus, the visuals here. Oh God. The colors are what really grabbed my eye here. Um, And throughout this entire sequence of episodes, one of the things that I've noticed is that there's this like purgatory space that both Poppy and Tora are inhabiting. So like I talked about some of the metaphors of the alleyway about how, you know, he's kind of living between worlds like civilian and um, civilian and, and mob worlds. And we see it here again, but it's using the color palette because, you know, half of the panel is like this kind of rosy tone. And then the other half is that really cool 
um, blue tone, and then like he's stuck right in the middle. Right yeah. is, is with the the heiressry, and it's with the other thug like people. Um, right. I, I, I feel like I'm being judgy right now, but like I feel like I'm, I'm perverting <laughs> the point of the comic, which is not to judge, but like okay, they're represented as they're supposed to be representative of era street thugs, I think. Mm -hmm. And like they're, they're in the red. So yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So oh, I, just... I haven't paid attention to that. That is really okay. That makes sense. I just, awesome. I really love the metaphor of that. It's just so cool. Poppy, when we, when, you know, when he's talking to Poppy and then Poppy in the van, she's in blue. She's not mm -hmm. in the red anymore. And yeah. so now we flip to Poppy. Poppy's in a car. In a minivan, so mm -hmm. I don't know. Is that a normal taxi? Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think it might be a normal taxi. Yeah, yeah sorry, looks like a minivan. I just got a minivan, so <laughs> maybe I'm like minivan centric. So she clicks the phone away, and she was like, "I was hoping he'd forget about that entire conversation." So now we're gonna find out, right? That she, she flashes back to when he said, "Smirking mm -hmm. like all the games downstairs." So if you still want me to show you, but of course he hasn't. I mean, it was only last night. And then we flash back to the party. So we find out the party. I wasn't sure the party was last night. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't time skip. No. Next day. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised by that that uh, proximity. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, they just can't keep Me out of too, the way. Because I, thought, like, because I thought like the comfort level that they're on, it, to me, it seems like they're more comfortable than the, than, I mean, we can't forget the last time, uh, like when they were at the club, um before the club tara has been ignoring poppy for an entire week and mm -hmm. now that they met up like it felt so close also thought that a lot of time had passed um after the club but to hear it was only the night before and all of a sudden there is a close after he was ignoring her mm -hmm. like wow okay this is this is a this is a step forward yeah yeah they can't stay away from each other yeah. Uh, after 39, and they're like, oh, we're never going to see each other again. And then the next day, <laughs> like at the restaurant, <laughs> Lily was like, psych. <laughs> and oh so now gosh. we finally get to know what it was that Poppy said to him <laughs> that we couldn't see. So let's read it all together. Yes. I'll just, we'll just go through all the panels at once because it's hilarious. So he, she says, so. Tora tells her, so Rodine saw me doing that in the office. Well, big fucking deal. What's wrong with shaking my ass to you, indie pop crap? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Tora was dancing in the office. Oh my God. We have to see this. We have to. Right? We need it. We, I need it like air, Lily. I need it. You don't understand. <laughs> like, I am picturing him like dealing Rodine's snacks and shaking his butt like ever so slightly because you know he's not gonna full-on like twerk or nothing like that but he's he, he's just gonna bob his head a little bit and shake his little touch and I'm just I'm just oh I need to see it I need to see it <laughs> we will be oh, melted yeah. like the wicked witch of the west or whoever it was we will be on the floor <laughs> and Poppy is like that's right own it king she is you could even by this line you could tell she is drunk because He's oh like, yeah. <laughs> and she, like, he laughs and he's like, seriously, Bobby, you're so full of shit sometimes. And then she she just can't stop herself. She's like, oh, oh, and her dean said that Brian said that you used to be a professional billiard player. Okay, sounds good so far. Mm -hmm. like, hardly a pro, not legal. <laughs> and you know, she's like, piggybacking on his shoulder. It's like, look, you women need to stop gossiping about him. And she's like, and 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 she's like, <laughs> and then she's like, Dean said that I should get you. <laughs> To show me what you can do with that stick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, you did not just say that. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. First of all, I just want to say I would get drunk with Poppy in a heartbeat because you know that girl knows how to party. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> she knows how to have fun. She really does. Oh my god. And I love that she just like she's just so excited she can't stop herself from being like and then I heard this and then I heard that like I, I love this so much and it's so destabilizing for Tora like he's not expecting this and he's like oh my god like that blush is freaking purple y'all it is <laughs> ah 
I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> show her the stick, Tora. Show her the stick. Darla has made a lot of memes about this, so you can go check out Darla and Mommy's channel because yes, for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, we now know what Poppy is really thinking underneath all that exterior. Yes. <laughs> And she's like, ha ha, oh my gosh, he was just kidding, you cutie patootie. <laughs> Stop blushing, darn it. And I thought I was the only virgin around here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think Blue Katie pointed out, she said, like, you know, Poppy is like comfortable telling him that. Yeah. Uh, so did she say that before? I'm trying to remember if she ever told him. I think this is the I first time she said thing. anything. Yeah, yeah I was thinking the same. I don't think she has told him that before. Yeah. Like I think he could probably deduce it just based on her her behavior with him, but I mean you can't always tell. So I think like Poppy is clearly a spill the tea when she's drunk kind of person. So if you really want to get everything out of her, you just got to give her a few drinks. Um, <laughs> but I love it. I absolutely love it, and I think this is also a reminder because there's been a lot of question, and I don't know why. It's not even that big of a deal, but like people seem to make her virginity and his lack thereof or questionable, like it, it's not a big deal. So I think this is kind of like a reminder, like guys, yes, she is. No, he isn't. Let's move on. I mean, he, I he's not, not even commenting on it, right? He's not yeah. saying yeah, he's, he's, just he's like, not excited about it or he, he's just, okay, okay, go on. <laughs> Yeah. And he's really just giving her shit because like, if you think about it, like she's poking him this whole time and teasing him and she keeps going. Like she doesn't stop even when he's just like, well, fine. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's yeah. so salty and I love it. <laughs> like I told him, he's like, I am not a fucking virgin. And who the hell is blushing? It's alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Your little ears are so red. <laughs> can i bite oh ah! oh my god <laughs> and then he stumbles when she asks to bite homeboy has a biting fetish it is canon you cannot convince me otherwise i am taking it and i'm running with that <laughs> oh my god okay so here's a little maybe slightly tmi not really my daughter my little my daughter since she was literally a baby she loves to like go like this people's earlobes yeah to, to ours to hers she does it to my little mm -hmm. son and she's 10 now and she maybe just grew out of it i haven't seen her do it in recently but like she used to always do it so every time like when my husband and i like in bed together sometimes i go like this because it's like a joke because i'm like oh i'm Kavalea. i'm like being like yeah. his earlobe <laughs> so, <laughs> but i do do that so. that's cute i love that well and it kind of fits because like poppy may be she's letting out her inner perv right now of course, but like, I love that, like, she's still kind of teasing him in a cute way. She's like, oh my God, your little ears. Oh my God, cutie patootie. Like, I, I just, I love that dichotomy with Poppy. Like, she's a grown woman and she has, like, she has these pervy thoughts like any woman does. Like, she reads Secret Garden, for God's sake. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and yet she's still gonna, like, poke at him to, be like cute and remember we have to remember she uses this to get away with things and so i definitely think yeah. she's using this <laughs> yeah she does which is like most people do not see cute when they look at torah except for uh, everyone in the fandom but whatever in, in his right life. <laughs> oh and my god and she's like yeah and, she, and then he's like ow 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 because she's pulling his hair and he's like hey, bobby let go of my hair and she's like no way, I don't want to fall on my fucking face. <laughs> and he's like, I won't let you fall off. And then he's like, Christ, oi, taxi, he is done. Yeah. <laughs> not continuing. I am not being molested anymore. Right, right. <laughs> and she's verbally teasing him too, because she's starting to mock him and mimic him. <laughs> I wish we could like have their accents done. Like this, this would be a great dub because yeah, she's like, she's saying, I don't want to fall my fucking face. That sounds like him. And she's like, wait, wait, what are y'all doing? And he's uh -huh. like, yeah. And she's like, quit imitating me, you drunk a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> so she's clearly imitating his accent. Oh, gosh. Oh, and man. No, I don't want to go home yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to picture, like, I know it's hard to sometimes, like, hear their voices in my head. But I'm thinking of this, like cutesy voice saying the word 
fuck. <laughs> just, it cracks me up imagining her say this. I don't know how he kept a straight face this whole time, other than the fact that she was poking fun at him. <laughs> and pulling his hair. So he taking care yes. Of <laughs> oh, poor guy. And she, he's like, yeah, watch me give a damn. And he just deposits her in the in the taxi. And he's like, just get your drunk ass home before I, before you what? <laughs> she stares. <laughs> he has this like alcohol line. And she's like, and he bedumps. And he's like, I, he doesn't know what to say. And she's like, does it involve your stepdaughter? <laughs> <laughs> he slams the door. He's like, we're not dealing with this. Well, Patagrass Hill, goodbye, Poppy. <laughs> Go to bed. Oh my God. But for real, how long did y'all laugh at this whole sequence? Because, like, I read it multiple <laughs> times because it was so damn funny. <laughs> I laughed for a long time. I was like, <laughs> this, is, this is so fun. And he started sweating, right? Because he just didn't yeah. know what to do anymore. He's, he's like, shit, how do I get out of this? <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's he's so like when it comes to relationships, Torah has very little experience with this. Yeah. And so this is like his first crush. He's acting like a little schoolboy almost. And he's like, shit, she's caught me off guard. What do I say? What do I do? And he's got nothing. And clearly Poppy is superior in her drunk ease. Yeah, <laughs> teasing him because man she's just like laying into him and giving him like like poke after poke and I just I love it ah. <laughs> poor guy oh, I know watching her go away and then um, she she reflects to herself in the present and so as it turns out and you know the guy's like 12 Patagrass Hill yeah that's right you know and she, this is back to the present and mm-hmm. she's staring off into space and then she goes, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was the best pun ever. I'm sorry. It was the best. Okay. I it really it. was. It really was. Like, I'm loving the, like, this is something I think Lily does very well. And it's these kind of like half cute, half like, like she just makes up words and it, it's just so funny. I like, I die yeah. every time she does these. <laughs> and coming from Poppy, I think, is important too, because we think like she's this cute princessy type, but she's really just, like I said, she's a perv like the rest of us. She can't handle it during the daylight because she was like, what she said yeah. yesterday, she's like, she is mortified at today. <laughs> it's that morning after effect, like, oh my God, did, did I say, oh Jesus, I'm not going to show my face. <laughs> That's probably a, a big inducement for her to run away. He's <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, and that's exactly what she said. She's like, but he could have pretended not to remember. Good thing I at least have the option to run away when I'm It's <laughs> like, I'm so sorry for teasing you so mercilessly, Tora. You're an innocent man. But sometimes you're just asking for it. <laughs> he really is. I mean, think about the time that they went up to Regina's Peak and he was teasing her and was like, slower usually women ask me to go faster and like just all these little moments where he's a perv and like she just got to kind of build hers up and just unleash it on him and I love it yeah Um, Tora standing back there back after the party he's like damn effing Brian damn (laughs) hamster and her effing friends and effing pinky (laughs) nonstop oh my god blaming everybody for his discomfort Way to deflect their Torah. Like, <laughs> you know, he's going to take it out in training on Monday. I still want to see training on Monday. <laughs> oh, I want to see you too. And did you notice he, he cursed Damien twice? Like, damn yeah, pinky, damn pinky. He did it twice. Like, he this this stick situation is really in his mind right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, damn, damn pinky, damn pinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he's going to get it. He's so screwed. Poor Pinky. <laughs> May I just point out, he called her sexy. Like, he did. Know. He did. Yeah, he, like, thinks it. He is, he is aware that he thinks she's sexy. He's not just, oh, like, yeah. not unconscious. Absolutely. Nice. He's just, he's so incensed, too, because he's usually, like, 
the the plumy male like the alpha male that that gets all the women and stuff and what's really funny is that she just she basically chops him off at the knees (laughs) like (laughs) nope Oh man. But we see like Quin uh Quincy is telling him, Hey, come to my place. It's like when you're done, I have an early appointment tomorrow and I don't want to be late. And I'm like, Well, at least he's in the I'm like, ah, Quincy. I was so excited. I was like, yeah, we gonna see I hope we see Quincy soon. I love but you him. know what I you know you know what I thought first? Mm-hmm. Um that when he said, Hey boo boo, come by, I was like wasn't he gonna get it with the club owner? Like he left with the club owner. Like where did they go? <laughs> and right. Then I was like, I was like, what's that situation gonna be? I don't think that Tara wants to be there. <laughs> Wait, right. Gotta explain something later because I had a theory about what that something was later. We'll get to it. So that. that oh like, shit! I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so he's like, shit, really? Do I really have to go? Well, if I go stupid, Quincy can wake me up in the morning. Might as well with this bitch-ass migraine I'm having effing pinky again. And now he's hiccuping. Very cute. And now we get a view of Quincy's apartment or guest apartment. Mm-hmm. And room, it's all very fancy and beautiful. And, you know, everything's blue tone. So it's kind of like nighttime. And it's a beautiful room. And, you know, there's this giant bed. And Darla had this whole analysis of the painting because she said, you know, there's the painting and it's a solitary figure walking all alone. She's like, you know, Torah's all alone. And I was like, well, Quincy did buy the painting, presumably, unless he hired an interior decorator. I actually have something about that. I was actually talking with one of my friends. um, She's Corpy on Patreon. And she's, she's really into tarot readings and whatnot. And what we were talking about this morning is she said that if, if you zoom in on that painting, like you said, it's it's someone walking away on the beach, and it reminded her of the Eight of Cups card, which, hang on, let me get to my notes, because I, I screenshotted our conversation this morning, because I was like, oh my god, that's brilliant. Um, so she said, the Eight of Cups is about letting go, releasing what no longer serves you emotionally, walking away from a situation, leaving your old reality to pursue a new one. Oh, wow. Right? Right? I don't even know if that yeah. was intentional, but I was like, holy crap. Yeah. So I just, I, I thought that was really cool. And I know, I know that it's, it, it also kind of reminded me from like a psych perspective of how, you know, because Tor is sleeping on the floor and we know that that's kind of his thing that he does for his own protection. And I think it's also a trauma reaction for him. Yeah, but he um, he really struggles with this sense of like who is his family? Because if you think about it, like if you invite family over, like Quincy does, Quincy does treat him like family. He's like, come over, you know, come stay the night, whatnot. And he has his bed for him, but Tora doesn't sleep on the bed; he sleeps on the floor. And he has his own reasons for that, and at the same time, I think it really illustrates how he's part of the family and yet not. Right. And like that lone figure on the beach just kind of highlighted that even more for me in the sense. But there are three things that I noticed here. Like, I mean, first of all, mm-hmm. there is this apartment that we haven't seen yet. So I'm not sure whether it's his, if, if it's meant for Tara or is it supposed to be for a guest? Right. So if it's just generic. I, I, I don't know, but since he's a bodyguard, you would mm-hmm. expect him to be with Quincy all the time. So I'm wondering myself, does he not live with Quincy by choice? Or does, yeah. um, because I don't think, I don't think that Quincy would re- refuse him to live right. with him if he wanted to. But I, I think that Tara doesn't want to live with Quincy. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I think. And, um, the situation where he's sleeping on the floor, like the position. Yeah. He's huddled. I'm not sure. Is it, is it called the fetus position? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like where you position. Call up like, a, like a baby. And mm-hmm. so this is somehow like, I don't know, like a feeling of security almost. Right. Where you feel comfortable. And um, also, even if he was sleeping on the bed, the way he, he wrapped his blanket around him. Right. I mean, this is also very... 
Um, that's also something that stood out to me because this is not normal behavior. This is not how, I mean, this is not how I go to sleep. This is right. not how I, other people I know go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So I, this reminded me of something actually, have you ever heard of a swaddling? Like when you swaddle yes. newborns? Mm -hmm. This is kind of like the same. This is what it reminded yes. me of. Like, because this is what you do with newborns when you put them to sleep to also make them, you know, uh, feel more secure and fall asleep. So, yeah. So that, that is what stood out to me. <laughs> okay. And I just, oh, man, it still kills me every time. Mm-hmm. Like a contrast, like the panels showing this beautiful apartment and this gorgeous large bed just waiting uh -huh. for him, and he can't take advantage of it because of his trauma and experiences. Yeah, it just we know, obviously he's bad. as far away from the window as possible. He's not he's not on the floor by the window. He's on the floor on the other side. Yeah, uh, yeah. But thank goodness Lily doesn't hurt us for too long. She stepped on our heart a little bit here, but she's gonna alleviate it here with more pervy jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he he's now doing what so many people do and it's adorable to see him do it he's rehashing their conversation and yeah. like reflecting on what does he sound like because he's she's he he thinks back to when she was imitating him and she was like before yo what and he's like is that what i always sound like to her christ how much sexier can i get does he really think he sounds sexy or was that a joke for like a fourth wall breaking for us <laughs> oh you know i I, I think like he's sincerely questioning because he's still got a little alcohol in the brain too. So I think he's being a little more honest with himself than he normally would be. Because <laughs> yeah. I think I like undrunk Torah probably wouldn't be having a lot of these thoughts, but you know, it's kind of put it in his mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, honestly, like I don't see him as having enough self-confidence to know he's sexy, but yeah. yeah. That's why I was wondering if it was like a fourth wall for us fans. <laughs> and then yeah. But I like how he speaks himself, like um, <laughs> the, the practice, like your stick, your stick. <laughs> so cute. He's like, you know, it's like the rain and plane, the rain in Spain fall mainly on the plane, right? It's like the eye on the spine. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah your, your. He's so cute. He's trying out her accent. Adorable. Oh, man. <laughs> It's like, I got to talk different. Got to make myself fancy. <laughs> very, very cute. It's adorable. Oh, you know, God. it's like, it's so innocent and childlike. And then he thinks back to what she whispered in his ear. <laughs> Timmy said that I should ask you what to show me what you can do with that stick sometime. And he has his little grin. And then he just repeats it again and again. And it's just closer and closer. <laughs> what you can do with that stick sometime. And he falls asleep, his eyes closed. <laughs> what you can do with that. And then the, la the fat final thing he thinks is like, He's just sees Poppy and he's focusing in on her bosom and it's like he's there. <laughs> he's falling asleep thinking about exciting things for him. Do you know, like <laughs> I can't really blame him because if I had gone on an excursion with Poppy, like I would be thinking of her in that moment because she looked fucking hot. Like oh yeah. Homegirl is Definitely. beautiful. And, like, no wonder he's, like, stumbling over his words and all of this. I mean, like, yes, she's got that emotional aspect to her, but, in and I love her wholly as a character, and she's freaking gorgeous. So, like, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with it, Tora. I would be right there with you. <laughs> For our last panel, we suddenly hear a thump. And he's still, he's still on the floor. So <laughs> theories, guys, what is the thump? Should I tell you? Okay, my theory was I thought Quincy was having um, himself a good time on the other side of the wall over there. <laughs> that guy. I haven't even thought about that. Oh my gosh. Um, I think my theory like was so went so far down morbid lane because he was like in such this like fetal position that I was like, oh my God, it's something wrong. Like did someone break into Quincy's apartment? Like that's where my brain went. But I think yours is more likely <laughs> that it's probably Quincy having some fun. Cause I had totally forgotten that he had brought, brought the uh, club owner home because I initially at the end of season one, I thought that was one of the thuglets driving him home. Okay. And I was like, wait, no, that's the owner. <laughs> so you might be right about that, Mindy. <laughs> 
I thought he fell off the bed. I was like, wait, he's not on the bed. He can't fall off it. <laughs> That'd be some <laughs> shit though. Like if, you know, here's Tora like daydreaming about Poppy and wanting to be with her. Meanwhile, his, his, his surrogate brother is getting busy in the next room over. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I hope you're right. That would be and that's how I was having Quincy's there. Oh, God. <laughs> my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So. God, this episode. Hilarious. So funny. So funny. I laughed more. I know, like, we went through, in this arc, I know we went through a lot of, like, serious and angsty stuff, which I love. Like, that's my soul. <laughs> and at the same time, I love that we get this like full onslaught of just like comic relief and teasing and cuteness. And I just, oh God, so good. I love the teasing so much. <laughs> yes. The way they teach each, uh, teach each other, like not only Poppy Tara, but also Tara Poppy. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, any last final thoughts on the episode before we close out? I'll just say I'm super excited to see what happens next time obviously yes and if we see Quincy I will be very happy because I love Quincy <laughs> I know I miss him yeah we do miss characters it's like it's I do he has my heart I know that I that I initially thought that he was a jerk but he has won my heart over since episode 13 so like Aww. He's my little bean, and I love him. I love all of them. I love also Giyu. I want to see Giyu. Oh, yes. I want to see him. I want to see him and Poppy meet up down in his office. <laughs> in mm-hmm. his new office. Oh, that would be so cute. I love yeah. that. <sighs> Can't wait till next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll find out yes. whose theory about the, the bump is correct. Hopefully, maybe not. Maybe we'll be postponed. I hope yours is correct, Mindy, because I can't take more heartbreak right now. It's going to come. It's going to come. I know. I know. Must prepare for it. But ah, well, thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you for coming on at the, at the last minute. And Inga, thanks yeah. for recruiting Patty and for coming on the first yeah, time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Yes, it was yeah, nice I mean, thank I wasn't supposed to be there either. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks so much. I will see you all later. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Thank you to my current patrons: Susie, Lady Leveris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, One and Only Taco, Elizabeth, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Dahlia, Saucy Tacos, Meg, and Rose, Priya, Alex, Misty, Laura, Joanne, and Patty. Your support is truly appreciated.